When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Yeah, great to have you company. Thanks for joining us. Anytime uh, you can uh, give us a text on the Tempera Bedshed text line 0487 736 736 or uh, give us a tinkle, uh, 131255 on the Scarborough Toyota open line. Well, 9.30 tonight, Nick Kyrgios will be on court. A lot of talk uh, regarding uh, his presence at Wimbledon. i tell you one thing for sure. It'll command a lot of interest, a lot of eyes on the television coverage tonight to see whether Nick can maybe get through to the semifinals and a possible matchup with Rafael Nadal. And that'll be significant. And, of course, wins that and he's into the final. And as we celebrate tomorrow, Brett, I found out, Brett Phillips, uh, it's 20 years tomorrow to the day that Leighton Hewitt won Wimbledon and became the men's singles champion at the All England Club. Could it be 20 years on another Australian? Good evening to you. Yeah, good evening, uh, Pete. Look, uh, anything's possible. Uh, From this stage of the tournament, if you've got this far, uh, anything can happen. And uh, yeah, Leighton, along with all the, the great champions, have been at Wimbledon this year, celebrating 100 years of centre court. They were all wheeled out a couple of days ago, and um, that's one thing on your resume that no one can ever uh, take away. And, and I suppose we've always debated, haven't we? It's nine, ten years since Nick Kyrgios has been on the tour. We've always thought he's absolutely capable of winning a Wimbledon title, that maybe, just maybe, the planets are going to align a little more here. Um, I'm, I'm reluctant to go any further than tonight because... You know, we've got to see what frame of mind Nick comes with. There's, yes, the developments in the last 24 hours with uh, the off-court situation with the former girlfriend, which will be dealt with when he gets back to Australia. Uh, will it have any impact here? Really hard question to answer. Uh, I think once um, in London's woken now and he'll be uh, heading to the courts uh, pretty soon and he's got his uh, tight-knit team around him and we'll just see what frame of mind he brings and physically how he looks. Obviously, a couple of issues with the shoulder in the last match, but if he's on tonight, uh, mentally, physically, I mean, he should beat a guy like Christian Garin, but you know, it's whether any outside forces come into play with a Nick match, which so often do. But um, yeah, as, as you rightly say, I mean, it is uh, it is compelling viewing, um, even though I probably agree with, you know, Pat Cash, who I know has been a bit scathing of Nick, but, you know, more often than not, I'm probably a bit like Pat. I've left more matches over the years, more disappointed than entertained. So, you know, hopefully tonight um, we just see Nick give a great account of himself, whatever happens, and that, uh, you know, the focus is just on the tennis. Yeah, and all I say about the off-court issue, the timing is interesting, but we'll move on. Saying that, let's look yeah. at the women's quarterfinal, and Isla mm-hmm. uh, Tomlanovic has been just outstanding. She takes on Ryder yeah. Keener tonight. That match is before the Nick Kyrgios match. It's an 8 o'clock Western Standard Time. So I'm looking forward to seeing this. And it was quite an emotive Isla. Of course, her mum was there to see her play. 
She felt that was very special. And I must admit, I was oblivious to the relationship that she had with Chris Evert. Yeah, look, it's it's a fascinating journey, isn't it? Because, you know, born in Croatia and she's got a lot of family over in the US. I know when I went to the US Open a few times, but you go out and watch her outside uh, court matches and she'd have a lot of family there, a lot of people uh, supporting her in the crowd. And, um, and then, you know, there was uh, the link uh, to, to Chris Everett when she was a young girl. Uh, you know, she was invited to uh, go and train at her academy there in Florida and they, they struck a, a good chord and, you know, she's used that as... Uh, largely her base when over in the US and uh, really, you know, spends most of her time uh, in the US. Uh, and it, I suppose from a, a local media perspective here, we haven't probably developed, a, you know, a, a, a tight sort of connection with Isla uh, because, you know, like all the Australian tennis players, they're hardly here mm. apart from a, a brief period of the year. But any time you've dealt with her on the road, uh, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. I'm very proud to be an Australian citizen. And we saw her make her Fed Cup debut, of course, uh, in that final um, over in Perth a couple of years ago. And, look, we've always known she's had the capability. She's frustrated me more than anything because I, I know she can be better. Uh, she's lost those matches in the past that, you know, she's had in the cusp of her hand because her, her level is, you know, certainly top 30 level. Unfortunately, she doesn't get the rankings points here. But I think she's got the confidence now that, hey, I've just made back-to-back quarterfinals at Wimbledon. You know, this is where I belong. This is where I need to step up and play. And, you know, I thought the way she absorbed, uh, you know, Cornet in the last round, it got off to a flyer and Elise is emotional. She brings a lot of energy to the court. And Isla sort of went with her and she was assertive in that second set. Uh, Roy Buckinger tonight's going to throw a lot at her. You know, big, tall, strapping girl, hits the ball extremely hard, good angles, long levers, takes big swings, not much subtly there. So, yeah, Isla's going to have to absorb a lot get into some rallies, and then go to work. I mean, her backhand is world-class. Her mental state's pretty good. What an opportunity tonight mm. to make her first Grand Slam semi-final. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. And no doubt she'll take on the Kazakh, who's the 17th seed. It won't be easy. Simona Halep's an interesting one. She's making some good progress. Took out uh, Paula Baldosa of Spain uh, mm. in the previous round. And, of course, Simona Halep, who won there on the grass in 2019. Uh, and she, at this stage, is looming as a, a serious threat to take uh, her second Wimbledon. Yeah, I agree, Pete. I, you know, she's the most accomplished of the field uh, left and two-time Grand Slam winners got to world number one. Many people thought that was not even achievable for Simona going back many, many years ago. She knuckled down, obviously, had the great relationship with Darren Cale as coach, uh, has a, a bit of a dip, uh, then gets married, and then she's sort of coming back as, um, if we can call, you know, well, I suppose 30 in tennis, we can sort of put into that elder uh, stage person category because they start so young. And now she's acquired Patrick Moritoglu, Serena Williams' coach for a decade plus. And already in, in the short time they've been together, you can, you can just see a renewed Simona Halep who wants more. I think she's going to be one that won't play necessarily deep into her 30s. She has hinted that um, you know, she may play into her early 30s. She wants to have children and start a family. So I think she's going to try and really make the most of this little window. And she's a great competitor. Uh, but she absolutely dismantled Bardosa a couple of days ago. And, you know, today, Anna Samova, huge fan. I've got no doubt in my mind Pete she'll win a major uh, mm. at some point, and might, maybe more. Um, tall girl, presence. She's got real presence out on the tennis court, and that'll be a real slugfest. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll back in Simona just maybe with a bit more experience, but 
gee, that's going to be on. That's going to be a great match. Let's have a look at the men's draw again. I saw as long as I could. Once I saw Djokovic take the third set and the fourth set, I knew he was on his way. But uh, last yep. night he took on Yannick Sinner, the Italian, who took the first two sets. And the thing that I noticed about Novak Djokovic, regardless of the scenario, he's never beaten and always believes in himself. And, of course, he's now through to another semi-final, And he takes on the local favourite who actually brought the house down uh, last night, Cam Norrie. And that'll be a special occasion for the Brit against the world number one in the semis. Yeah, well, these guys, Djokovic, Nadal, we saw it, you know, last year in the Australian Open final. They, they just, the scoreboard is just put away. Uh, they, they just reset. They, they, it's like they're starting a whole new match and they know they can come back from these circumstances. Uh, seventh time Djokovic had done it at Grand Slam level and, you know, the third time in 12 months. So, I mean, as these guys are getting older, there are opportunities, um, but you've still got to get it done in best of five and, and Djokovic just so quickly got that game on his terms and then Sinner had the fall, what, about three games into the third set where it looked like uh, he was in a lot of agony. It looked like mm. he wasn't going to take any further part. And he got himself up and got going, but he probably lost his mojo a bit after that. So, yeah, Djokovic clicked into gear beautifully. Uh, Cam Norrie, a great win. It's, it's a it's a fantastic story, uh, the Norrie story. Uh, born in South Africa, uh, Scottish father, Welsh mother. Tough going. They were working in South Africa as microbiologists. Uh, dangerous country, obviously, to live and raise children in some parts, depending where you are. The country, the family decided to move to New Zealand. He's showing a bit of promise as a junior, uh, but the Federation in New Zealand hasn't got the funding to really support him using his British heritage with his parents. He goes to the UK as all on his own as a 16-year-old, packed his bags out of an academy in GB, and here he is 10 years later getting his best results. Just worked really, really hard uh, mm. at his game, and... Uh, that crowd last night was unbelievable. It I mean, was. Prince William and uh, Kate there, the Duchess, uh, not quite fist pumping, uh, Pete, but gee, they, if, if the cameras maybe weren't on them, yeah. I reckon they might have really let loose last night. No, so, I did watch it, yeah, actually. It I did watch it, and uh, I played a bit of the audio, actually, before you came on, Cam Norrie. It was just, uh, it was sensational. The crowd was really going off. From a local perspective, that is causing West Australia's perspective. We were monitoring, myself and my wife, Matthew Ebden, of course, together with Sam Stozer in the mixed doubles uh, last mm-hmm. night. And mm-hmm. they're through to the semifinals. They take on, uh, of course, uh, Jack Sock and Coco Golf in the semis, which would be a nice little mixed doubles match. Absolutely. Uh, they've been, well, they made a semi or a final of the Australian Open as a pairing. They're Sam across the journey, and this is her final year, of course. I mean, big drought when she won the women's dubs last year at the US Open, uh, which, was a, which was a great sort of, you know, add to add to her, you know, the, the chapter of her career. And uh, you know, she's won three mixed. Uh, the, the last time she won the mix was 2014 at Wimbledon. So, you know, it'd be lovely to see one another huge trophy. And then, yeah, Maddie Epton tonight with Max Purcell in the men's doubles. Yeah up against uh, Johnny Pears and Philip Palaszczuk. So three Aussies on court tonight for a spot in the semis. So Ebden Purcell, uh, gee, that'd be great for them. Three five-setters they've had in this tournament. Um, they've come back from the brink a couple of times and uh, you know, the older bro in, in Matty Ebden uh, looking after the younger Purcell and they've, they've made a really good combination. Yeah, I think they're seated 14th in the uh, in the gentlemen's doubles as they term it at Wimbledon. Of course, Piers and uh, Polasek at number seven. So it'll be a pretty good match. All right, before we let you go, Brett, um, give us your final thoughts on the Kyrgios encounter tonight. How do you think he goes? 
Yeah, look, I think uh, it, it's it's probably no more than four sets. I, I don't think. I don't think it's uh, um, going to go the journey of a couple of his matches uh, this tournament. But if if Nick is on tonight, I think he probably wins in straight. They might be sort of deep sets. Um, but yeah, if Kyrgios is on, that's that's the proviso. If everything's right, Pete, pound for pound. He beats Christian Garin. It's as simple as that. And you know what I'm thinking about also? You mentioned, of course, uh, Kate and William last night watching Cam Norrie. And mm. if he gets to the final, that is, we're talking about Nick Kyrgios, I reckon everybody that knows how tennis should be conducted at centre court at Wimbledon, you've been there countless times. Yeah. You've got the Royal mm. Box, the Royal Family, all <laughs> the distinguished guests, and Nick's mm. there. It'll be a nervous time for the All England Tennis Club, let me tell you. Yeah, I know. And imagine, hey, imagine if, if Nick won the whole tournament and then Isla won the whole tournament. Yeah. They always have the, Wimb- the Wimbledon ball after that thing, <laughs> where the winners, the winners have to get up and have a little dance. Oh, now, they right. used to go out together. That's right, they, they used did to go too. out together, of course. I don't think they parted the best of company. That'd be interesting. Is, <laughs> is Isla still going out with the Italian Berrettini, or are they no, off? They're no, off, are they? No, they split up about March last year. Okay. Uh, hard to keep hard to keep up with the tennis romances. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot and, going uh, on uh, in that space. Exactly. Alex Dibonor's going out with the the young British lass, so it's, it's all happening, yeah. romance on the court. All right, uh, Brett, thanks for joining us, uh, and uh, let's look forward to what's going to be a special night tonight for Australian tennis. Good on you. Pleasure. Good on you, Pete. Thank you. Brett Phillips joining us, our SEN tennis expert. We'll take a break, come back with more in a moment, and also later in the hour, uh, big news, uh, and it's great news that Optus Stadium has been awarded the venue of the year. How incredible for WA. I'll be speaking to the Chief Operating Officer of Venues West that oversees Optus Stadium and all the other venues here in Western Australia uh, a bit later on in the next half hour. You're with Peter Vlahos. This is Drive, and we're here for Toolmart, the complete tool centre.